Hello, Internet. What's going on, y'all out there, out in Internet world and Internet land? Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the recently released on digital Superman Red Sun. Um, bit of a disclaimer, uh, since everything is being coronavirus canceled these days, uh, there was a premiere set to occur for Superman Red Sun, I believe, on uh, March 17th. Um, no, March 16th. Excuse me, March 16th. Yeah, the, the release of the Blu-ray and the DVD is March 17th. And it's canceled, y'all. It's, it's canceled because nobody can go outside anymore, so just stay in and listen to us. Yeah. And who are we? I'm Jose. This is AJ. This is uh, Wolfie. Uh, this is Valta. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I should have done it in character. This is Valfi. And, and uh, we've, we've all that seen... That was more like a German Wolfie, Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, that was a little... Uh, that's that's how, that Wolfi. That was Wolfi. very Wolfi Witz. Wolfi Witz. No, that's still Wolfie. German. Wolfie. What would be Russian? Wolfi. Nah. Russian? Russian would be more like this. Yes. You, would, you would want to talk... Is, this, this, is is, the, this is the this wolf. Is, this is terrible. This is the red wolf. I mean, the, ac- the accents in this movie it's were interesting, night. too. But, yeah. but... The Red Wolf. No, that's still German. No. That's that's like Spetnaz. Yeah, like Spetnaz. Vol- the wolf you know, sound like, like, isn't working. Wolfenstein right now. Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have to be like Das Vidanya or something like exactly. that. Just think Eastern promises. Oh, das Vidanya. Das Vidanya. Yeah, this is Wolf. I am Superman. If he dies, this is the wolf. He yes, dies. there you go. Oh, I got to be kind of like John Wick. Right? That's how you no, calibrate. Ivan Drago. That, that's yeah, how you calibrate. You yeah, use yeah. Ivan Drago. If he dies. If he dies, he, he dies. dies. A.K.A. Go. The Wolf. <laughs> Shout out to all our, Ru- our Russian listeners. Our, we our, love our, you guys. Yeah, <clears throat> comrades. <Hey. laughs> I need some vodka in me right now. That would be a, that would be a fun fun to talk about this uh, to talk about this particular movie. Which, by the way, we take shots every time. Uh, what, 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 will you, what will we? What would be our marker? To what would be shots? our drinking game in yeah. this? Every time we say Red Sun. No, every time Superman talks about the capitalist machine. <laughs> every time every time Superman does something very Russian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna be drunk in the first five minutes. <laughs> Which is the whole movie. Oh god. Alright. Um, so yeah. Anyway. I should mention though, I should definitely mention though that that this is gonna lead into another cast that we're gonna release in a couple of weeks. We're gonna do a comic book reading club. And we're going to read the Superman Red Sun comic as well. Some of us have read it already, but we're going to go ahead and review it again. I'll read it again. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do a little comparison between the film and the comic book exactly. as well. So. Today is movie focused, and we're going to talk about that as spoilers as usual. You guys know that we like to talk about it in great detail. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you haven't seen Superman Red Sun, go watch it. Come back and listen to us after you've seen it. Okay? Jose, can you give us a synopsis? Uh, quick kind of synopsis. Like a quick like, uh, synopsis. Sure, I think I can handle that. A quick synopsis of easy. Superman Red Sun is it's pretty. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. super easy. It's Superman's origin story reimagined, such as if Superman did not land in the United States and I'm trying to blank in Kansas, right? Yeah, Kansas. No, yeah, no, no, no. no. Is no, it Kansas? Yeah, it's yeah, Kansas. It is Kansas. Kansas right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're not in Kansas anymore. Exactly. No, wait. That's wait. That's. Wrong movie. Yeah. Wrong movie. Still, but they say that a lot in Superman. Like, still you're Kansas. not in Kansas. Anyway. <laughs> still Kansas. So, like, it still works. Yeah. But they literally mentioned in the movie if, if he landed like 13 hours later, he would have landed in Kansas. 
Exactly. And where does he land? He lands in Mother Russia, in Mother Ruski. Yes. And instead of becoming truth, justice in the American way, he becomes truth, justice, and the Russian way. Um, and he, beca- he becomes a part of the state. This is around the time of World War II. I think he lands in 1938 in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so he it's right there at the beginning of World War II. Stalin is in power. Stalin takes him under his wing. And we get to see how that unfolds with Superman being a Russian citizen, being a Russian national, being a Russian superhero, and how that basically changes the dynamic of the entire freaking world. So I'd say that's a general right. enough synopsis, yeah, right? No spoilers. Absolutely. It's definitely an Elseworlds story. Yes. So, uh, what? So AJ, what did you think? General thoughts and impressions of the movie? Did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Um, we're going to go into some analysis of some of the plot points in the movie, some of the characters and their development, some things that are very, very different. Obviously, not just the fact that Superman is Russian, but some other uh, <laughs> character elements of uh, every single <clears throat> person that shows up in the film. Yeah. Um, but w- what did you think of the movie? Did you enjoy it? Broad strokes, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, you being the resident, like, I mean, I, I think you're the resident DC nerd, right? Practically. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, so um, it's actually funny. Uh, I had not read the comic before I saw the actual film adaptation. So going into it with fresh eyes, I was maybe not to the same extent as the comic, but I was still taken aback by a few things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and we'll probably talk about sure. this later, but like, yeah. just the way certain characters interact with each other is like, completely mind-blowing um uh you know lex luther is lex luther he does lex luther things um superman again all all geographic differences aside he is more or less the same person yeah there there are a lot of elements that stay true to the characters that we know and love or maybe not love um pretty much across the board uh, but I think it's their general decision making that's very, very different. Yes, so. definitely. And yeah, that's broad strokes for now. Yeah. So, uh, well, what did you think of? Um, so, going on into like beginning with like the character uh, kind of development and stuff like that. Um, Superman being the, uh, uh, I guess again, he's he's a Russian and similar kind of beginning to to. To uh, to how he gets introduced, he's like bullied and stuff like that. He's mm-hmm. trying to run away from these bullies and stuff, and then that's when he, you know, unveils his power one way or another, and uh, we get introduced to this young kid that like shows who he is and stuff, and then we get thrusted into the story, mm-hmm. um, where he gets told, uh, very different from like the American version where it's like you have to use your power for good. He gets told you have to you have to give the state your mm-hmm. power. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, the defining thing that, that changes the, uh, the Superman very, dynamic. Very right? different mindset going in. Exactly. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about like the mindset of uh, Superman, who's not obviously not named Clark Kent. What's his name? It's, it's, uh, it's Sumishka. It's, it's Superman. Before, before, no. Had, they um, never mentioned No, he, he never has a they name. Do. No. They do. Sumishka. No, it's, it's, that was, that's just kind of like a, a term of endearment that Lana, Is it? Yeah. Lana was giving. That's, 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 oh, really? That's like a, that's no. like a, it's like Is a baby really? or yeah, like, it's like a, a oh, it's not, it's not okay. his name. Yeah. Oh, really? They never mention his name and this well, just ties did, into the comic Because he did mention in the film that like he had a name a long time ago but we'll get into why he, 
But anyway, yeah. Well, so that will be in uh, probably our second episode when we when we. Okay, yeah. cool. I think I think because I haven't not, read the comic either, so I'm gonna be just yeah. like you guys listening and doing the read along. Uh, I know that you, Walt, and Jose, you both have read the comic. Yes. Right. So and, I read the comic a long time ago, and and I think I mentioned in the last podcast that you know we did see Red Sun because I think it was one of our geek outs on one of our former. Co- uh, podcast. Yeah, it was one of the more recent ones that we, and, had, we um, mentioned it. On the I I made the mistake of of trying to rely on my memory because I read it a long time ago, and I said there's there's differences, but it's not that stark. I read it again, and I'm like, wait a second, this is not what I remember. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, don't say too much. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I'm, just, the, I'm just. Yeah. Framing, let's let's try to avoid framing, the comic yeah. as much as we possibly I'm just can. Framing the conversation here, you know what I'm saying? So you know, it. it the adaptation when I saw it, I I thought it was a very well done adaptation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, they did a lot of different things. Now that I think about it, yeah. But the whole premise of Superman here is that, like you said before, you know, we're used to seeing him being the Boy Scout mm-hmm. in terms of the American way, justice. You know, he's kind of like this Hulk Hogan. You know. Eat your eat yeah. Wheaties, take I'm your yeah, eggs, exactly. all that stuff. That, that's yeah. who we know Fight Superman to be. Unless you're Zack Snyder, then he gets a little dark, right? <laughs> and he's angsty and goth. Yes, exactly. Which I always thought Zack Snyder had a, an, a had an arc for Superman that he never realized it. I think I think so too. He, he was going to there. be the Truth, Justice, and America right. way Superman eventually. It was a deconstruction right. of the character to... leading into the yeah. Superman that we love. Right. But that's another another talk for another day. We'll deconstruct Zack Snyder some other day, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. There's right. a lot to talk I'm, about there. I'm actually, trying to watch Man of Steel. I would again. love to see. You know I would love to do like a philosophy of Zack Snyder's world. That would kind be of thing. That awesome. would be cool. That's like that one of my favorite awesome. YouTube channels, dude. Yeah. Wisecrack, yeah, exactly. philosophy. Yeah, of, oh yeah, we talked about that yeah, before. Yeah, but mm-hmm. continue, continue, so, my good man. The the Superman that we know and love is not in this movie, or is he? Because yeah, I'd argue, yeah, yeah the, you you still see elements of that Boy Scout, but it's framed within the socialist state of of Russia, the communist view of Russia, where. Everything has to be done for Mother Russia, but there are instances within the movie and the film where he does selfless acts, which right. l- lends us back to the Superman that we know. Right, he has, he has, you know, he has good intentions. Right, he definitely good still has intentions those, are paid. Boy, Scout, Boy yeah. Scout good intentions for the masses and stuff like that, but he, he, he goes through them wrong reasons. Right? Yeah, he goes through. He he makes some very different decisions. Uh, Jose, what did you think of like the first moment that we realized that he's not a Boy Scout? Um, well, that was a very jarring moment. I'm not going to say what it is until we get into a little more detail. But like, it was very no, jarring. We can talk it was... about it right now. We're right. talking about the characters. Yeah. And so, his so let's, let's right? jump into spoiler it. This is where spoilers begin, right? So oh, yeah. one of the first things that happened, this is skipping slightly ahead in the film. It's not the very beginning. But mm-hmm. so the scene with Stalin, right? Because he's connected to Stalin very much in this. Mm-hmm. Like Stalin is trying to hype him up as like the next leader. Um, he Stalin, looks at Stalin, Stalin as like a, a father figure. He's a father he's a, figure. He's like a father 100%. figure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100% father figure. And like, I just want to mention also that like, a part of what's always been interesting about Superman and a part of what they really lean into here is that, I mean, they lean into this as a theme for all of humanity, but like you're very much a product of your environment, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is a huge theme in this movie, I Yes, think. yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Right, which, which probably colors this moment to a certain extent, but we, we have the scene essentially where Superman 
who again is is generally trying to be a good person because he was raised by a small like you know a, a Russian family probably not unlike Martha and 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 right. and, and um up until twelve years old right <laughs> Martha and Pa Kent yeah yeah mm-hmm. up until he's about twelve mm-hmm. um so he still has like you know these very traditional values of like again colored by socialism and trying to help everyone and he's you know he's a hero so he wants to help everyone. But then you have this moment, again, he finds out from one of the characters that the the, the state that, as he believed it to be, is not really all it's cracked up to be. There's right, gulags, the, re- yeah. the reality yeah, of yeah, Russia the at the time. Of, of, yeah. of Russia at the time, there's gulags, there's people that are basically uh, doing like uh, slave labor and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And we'll get to like yeah. some elements of that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's slave labor. He, figures out like what's going on and then he confronts Stalin. Exactly. So he confronts Stalin, right? And this this moment made some sense in the in the context of the story but was very uncharacteristic for, of Superman, especially with how quickly he came to the decision to just assassinate Stalin. He just yes. he homelanders the guy, which actually you probably don't you just haven't seen no, the boys. No, no, so no, I saw the boys. You just see the boys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I got I haven't confused seen it. Don't so so like yeah, he 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 just he he He's a jerk, basically. He's just like, you know what? Like, Stalin, you suck. Immediately as as he finds this out, he just wipes Stalin out. Can I say something? And that's very uncharacteristic of Superman, even in this movie for the most part, because he's always trying to avoid conflict. No, I I don't... I kind of disagree with that, because... (laughs) He even says that he tries to avoid conflict most of the time. No, no, no. He does say it's a... Like, like all of what he's accomplished is mostly bloodless. I think That's the words that he used. Is a foreshadowing of what happens at the very end because, again, Superman is is this Boy Scout who's very easily manipulated. That's true, and and like I said, this this scene is the foreshadow to what happens at the end because the mm. reason that he's there is is there there's a, a a whole bunch of things that happen beforehand. You have Lex Luthor who calls the president and say, "Hey, I need." So much, so much money, and I need you to drop a a, a satellite. Right, down. and 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 the thing is, like that that part right there, kind of, you know, it's it's a trickling effect because then he's now over there. He meets Lois. Lois has something to give him. Right. That's what I was so, going to say. So again, I don't. We don't want to. We don't necessarily want to narrate the movie scene by scene. But basically, Superman gets like. All the information of like what's going on to in the Soviet Union. Things he hasn't seen before. But see, here's the thing: he isn't being manipulated. He's being given the truth, but he wasn't manipulated into killing Stalin. Actually, he was. I I don't see. I I don't see how. Because you guys missed it. The the long game here. Lex gave Lois that folder. I understand that. Lex is playing a chess match the entire movie. I I absolutely understand that. But how could Lex know that he's going to kill Stalin? Because he's a level well, nine he class did. intelligence. He did. I, I agree with this to a certain extent. I don't uh, think it was a fully. I don't, he I don't even think... says it when he goes to talk to Lois again. Well, here, no, here's the point. Here's I'm the pretty point sure he threw in a, a he line. He does. He does. Yeah. Listen, listen. Hold on. I, I have I have the scoop. Because, okay, what's the scoop? Because, <laughs> well, because the whole thing with the satellite. So there's a, there's a part where Lex Luthor mm-hmm. basically tries to find out what Superman's intentions are. Mm-hmm. Tries to find out more about him. And he says himself that he knew Superman would do the right thing. He basically brings down a, a Russian right, satellite right. onto American soil, mm-hmm. and it was, it it was going to kill a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. like hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people, 
but Lex Luthor understood that Superman could be manipulated into saving those people. Yep. So that's right. definitely something that Lex Luthor understands. But I don't think that he manipulated him, to, him into killing Stalin. That's what at I'm all. To say. I think I don't agree was, with that. I think there was because he wasn't was, even he wasn't even interested in him that much at that point. He just found out about Superman exactly. at that point. He that's, didn't care about Superman. That's what I'm saying. He cared about his his entire world of intellectual pursuits. Right. And then somebody mentioned Superman. He was like, okay, this seems like a fun project. That's, that's what it. I'm saying. Like, I don't think, I, I, like, I, I for sure, see, that's what we say that, like, you know, there are certain characteristics of the of, of Superman and the other characters that still still stay true, like Superman being still mm-hmm. able to be manipulated, as mm-hmm. he has done so often in the comics and the movies and so stuff. You could be uh, uh, but I still, but again, the moment that he kills Stalin, I don't think that anyone could, like, say that he was manipulated into killing Stalin. I, I don't necessarily think that he, he absolutely knew that that was going to be the reaction. I knew he maybe he knew that there was going to be a there rift. There was going to be a reaction. Right, there would be a you reaction, but you know, th- that's a, it's you're very... sowing you're sowing the seeds of discontent and and you know, you're trying to drive right. some divisiveness Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I think that was his thing. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? There's without it, it's really really important that we establish whether he had been manipulated to kill Stalin or not because if he wasn't being manipulated to kill Stalin, then that goes to show how big of a difference the environment has in the character. Because not only does he kill Stalin, but then he becomes the new leader of the USSR. Mm-hmm. You know, which I don't know how Lex Lex could for sure, you know, have manipulated him to create some dissent within the ranks and the country and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, but then, that's but then where to have the ultimate goal of like, well, now he's the president of. Or the, the no, no, which no, no, is no, terrible for the United States. No, no, but yeah, that's, like, that's the worst I, possible outcome. That is not what I'm saying here. I'm right, not right, saying exactly. That, no, no. You know, he he went into this thinking that everything that happened into this movie was going to happen. I think his intent was that you know what to I'm create gonna, the scent. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely. you're giving this information with a very specific. No, no, reason. absolutely. Lex Luthor and is basically a one man CIA. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's why <laughs> where I'm coming from. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. playing and, and I agree with compared that. to Lex. Well, Lex. see, again, right, that's exactly. why that's why I wanted to He's go into that, that point because it's such a big stark difference because we see that happening throughout the film where Superman, this isn't the first time that he kills. And he tries to justify his killing the way that a lot of supreme leaders do. That we're doing mm-hmm. this for the greater cause. For I agree with that 100 percent and stuff like that. That's and, what and, I feel they know, were going after. It's also exactly. it's also uh, an adult playing in a child sandbox where yes. it's like you have no consequences because who's going to tell you otherwise? Exactly. You're you know Superman. what I'm saying? Exactly. So You're freaking Superman, you could do whatever you want. So because we've been talking so much about Lex Luthor, I do, and you talked a little bit about Lex Luthor being doing Lex Luthor things. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Lex Luthor? and who he is yes. in this movie as well as the astonishing relationship in my view that he has with a one Lois Lane mm-hmm. yes so in this iteration of the character he is married to Lois Lane yeah. he may not be the greatest husband to her but they have they, they, they work it out yeah they, they work it out for sure bad. it ain't it ain't like fake love they really yeah. love each other which is very did, weird for me did they say yeah. he, he was running star labs in this too yep. wasn't he, yes, he was. which is a cool like little reference also to the flash of course they, they have an agreement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have yeah to work mm-hmm. the agreement. but on to lex luther um and a lot of he he's a very i guess like in the comics he's a very means to the end guy mm-hmm. so 
on the flip side of also having that satellite crash down into the bay was that he wanted to get Superman's DNA. And so what does he do? He goes and basically makes, well, it's not apparent at first because this guy's called uh, cheap knockoff version Superior Man. <laughs> Superior Man. <laughs> Superior Man. <laughs> yeah. He's the war machine to uh, Superman's uh, Iron Man. <laughs> He's Mecha Godzilla to Godzilla. Yeah, well, go. well, no. Yeah, it's a don't different. don't bring Godzilla. It's a little it's different. Okay. <laughs> it's like I ruined that reference. All right. Yeah. But anyway, so this character <laughs> would go on to become Bizarro, and not the, the real Bizarro. Bizarro. Yeah, it's a, it's like an iteration of Bizarro because he really starts. Uh, Showing the mannerisms of Bizarro. Mm-hmm. His speech is not altogether there. His grip on his powers is wonky. He's a little deformed. Well, you know. that's... Let me let me get to that. It's definitely snuck so, up characters in there. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. Him being one of them. So, over... Because what eventually happens is... Uh, what, Superman's having, like, this really awesome feast, even though... Or, rather, party... Uh, you know, it's one of those embassy type things. Ah, new world leader. Hi. So, <laughs> <laughs> our lord and master, Superman. Yes. So he's having this nice party. He heard about the Superman. And like, oh, who cares? Guy's probably a. He's flawed. <clears throat> his his chief of staff tell him all that stuff. This guy eventually storms into Russia, a superior man, and he goes. Fight me, uh, Kami, Ruski, basically every Russian Soviet slur ever. Was that London? That was London, wasn't it? No, that, no, was, no, that was in Russia. That was in Russia. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. I'm he sorry. said invading yeah. his country. I'm, I'm confusing so, myself with the medium right now. Eventually, they do get out. But over the course of the battle, because uh, over the course of the battle, Lex, because he's seeing all of this. Lex is seeing Superior Man fight Superman. Mm-hmm. And so as he sees Superior Man not being very superior. And by the <laughs> way, from, from Superior Man's perspective, too, because yeah. he had an ocular implant that he could right. watch. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly what Superior Man was watching, which was pretty cool. So as he was busy not embodying his name, he goes and says, let's up the ante. And when that still doesn't work, let's up the ante a little more. And as he continually ups the ante in Superior Man... And, and, and just so you guys understand, by upping the ante, we mean by giving him more juice yeah. and more power. Yeah, he, like, plugs him in, basically, and, like... He doesn't literally plug him in, but, like, it's almost like a weird, like, space-time rift or something like that that's transferring power to Superior Man. It looks weird in this movie, the way that they do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't so, not quite understand that, but I don't think we were really meant to. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but anyway, so... <coughs> As he's uh, increasing his power level, mm-hmm. um, he uh, Superior Man becomes increasingly deformed, very reminiscent of Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only is he more and more turning into Bizarro, he's also getting very close to death because this transformation is causing him literal damage. Mm-hmm. Right. And it eventually comes to the point where Lex says... Where the you know the little the scientists uh, aiding Lex they go, oh well we're getting really close to the overload maybe we should tone it down keep going, maybe we should keep going, are you really sure keep 
going. Yeah, this illustrates his very much like the ends justify the means. Right. Yes. Attitude. In and this, what's in the this ultimate movie? reason that he's doing this exactly? Oh, hold on. Let me let me let me cap it off. It eventually <laughs> comes to the point where his power level increases so much. Mm-hmm. That it completely melts Superior Man's body. Mm-hmm. And you get this really harrowing scene where it's like you actually feel for the guy. Sure, he was being awfully racist to Superman. <laughs> but then, you know, there's that, that moment where it's like even he doesn't know what's going on. He, he wasn't exactly, you know, you feel for the guy. Superman it, is still super naive. Yeah. And, Super and, naive, and man. Lois, Lois mentioned that also because she had a tiff with him with uh, Lex Luthor right afterwards. Yeah, she walked in while while this battle was going on, and she even mentioned it. He was like, you know, you you're heartless, basically. You know. Yeah. But so it, it, I think what's great about Luthor in this movie also is it's very much illustrated how far ahead everyone is in terms of like his plan. Yeah. Because he's always playing chess. He's yeah, constantly yeah, exactly. playing chess. You know, and he, he's this. not caring about like what That's other what people's saying. opinions are. He's not deviating. Right. This whole Which movie is still for him is like a chess game. And in, in a lot of like key scenes, you see him like, you know, Put the the chess piece where it needs to go. He's checkmating somebody. Like mm-hmm. that's how he like illustrates like certain progression in mm-hmm. in yeah. the plans right. that he concocts in this movie, which I thought was really interesting. And so basically, it comes to a head because Lois was watching this thing the whole time, mm-hmm. right? And they have that exchange, dude. You just basically killed the killed him. Superior Man, mm-hmm. and he's like, Superior Man, a man. What are you talking about? It it's an even, it. Yeah. It's an alien construct. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a whole moral debate, you know, do you create life? Artificial right. life? And, is it life? And exactly. And that kind of goes to, again, like yeah. Lex Luthor's character, he's still kind of an amoral guy. Yeah. He plays in that gray area a lot. Mm-hmm. Very more, grayish. More, yeah, more yes. so than you would normally see, I feel like, from Lex Luthor. Going on, going, going into the whole relationship between him and Lois, I do kind of want to get into that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, like we mentioned before, it is a very loving relationship, but we do have like the tips and stuff like that. Did you guys kind of see that coming at all? Like there being oh, yeah. an actual relationship? <laughs> oh, I mean, personally, when I saw the movie, oh, I saw the relationship happening, but I thought that maybe like at some point there would be a breakup and somehow she like falls in love with the real Superman uh-huh. and we get back to that. But of course, I got that this, sense is not, this is not the Superman there, that we know was and love. That, there was that little, little... Not here. Not no, but movie, like even, no, even in not it, the movie. It, not so much in the movie. There was, there was a little bit. There, there was. No, there was I, no, I think there I was a little think, connection. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very overt. You know what I'm saying? But I think you know there was the, there the rooftop scene, looks. the rooftop scene, right at the very end when she saw him in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's a little something there. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't overtly out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think was, I think was that was like more an, an affection yeah. for him in a less romantic sense, though. Right, but there, I there think it was, was a respect. There. There's an affection, you know? though. Yeah, there yeah. was something. Yeah. There, That's you know? fair to say. Yeah, there was some sort of draw of draw that she had. Something that something that the 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 writers and the creators decided we still need to play on this for the fans. Right. Exactly. They they have to have. That yeah. relationship yeah. hinted at even in right. some. I'm really some interested to see some of these things already in the comic. I can't wait to read Ooh. it. But anyway, you're, it's going to be very, you're going to be very very intrigued by that. Yeah. But we won't say a it's word stark. about it. Um, I was actually not that surprised by them getting together. I believe that's actually happened in the comics many times. Not in in the official canon, but it's happened in Elseworld stories and yes, what if no, stories and things like that. And this is not, right. This is a what if story, if, if yes. nothing else, right? Right. So exactly. I'm not super surprised to see that. Um, 
and and the relationship was interesting to me because of how vastly different Clark Kent and Lex Luthor are. To see Lois Lane be attracted to in the official canon to be attracted to like the much more timid, much more heart, let's say like heart centered, somebody who really like leads with their heart. When you talk about Clark Kent and Superman versus Lex Luthor, who is all cerebral, who is who. Not, he doesn't entirely lack emotion, um, but he's not the most sentimental, emotional guy. Even in this, even where he shows a great deal of love for her, and you can tell yeah. that they love each other. Yeah, he's still very much a, a scientist. It, he's it that nerd feels... that's like, I'm distracted right now, and I can't deal with you, even though I love you, woman. Like, yeah, you got you got to bounce right now because I'm trying to like mess with Superman. It almost feels like a modern romance where you know they're they're together and they're you know their husband and wife and stuff. But the focus for them really is on their careers. Their power couple. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Their power there's exactly no, there's no, there's no you know? inkling of like, hey, when are we going to settle down and have a kid at all? Not at right. all. You know? I mean, when he became president, she was part of his cabinet. She wasn't just first lady. Mm-hmm. You know, So, yeah, it's that kind of power couple dynamic and stuff. And, and, and there's a point where she goes and she ends up taking Percy White's, uh, Perry White's, Right, she became like a head of the daily. She was the editor yeah. of the, the almost editor. a daily bugle, but daily planet. Yeah, which exactly. is one, which is one of those fun, interesting moments too, because yeah. Lex Luthor is like doesn't even seem to care. He's so dismissive of that because right. somebody's complimenting them. He is. He's, well, he's so on focused the anniversary on him. where he's like, okay, well, I'm going to get mercy to get well, you see, a, yeah. a gift. See, this stuff. is where like it kind of goes into um, my theory of it. well, not my theory, but my comparison. I felt like this was like a Tony Stark Pepper Potts kind of relationship yeah. where he's so involved in his own narcissism and his own planning and and his own uh, ends justify the means kind of life that his relationship with Pepper Potts he kind of takes it for granted mm-hmm. um, and ultimately you know they 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 their relationship ends up surviving all the turmoil and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it still really really felt like a a whole Tony Stark. Pepper pepper pots thing. So oh, that's a good um, analogy. I yeah, agree. that was really interesting. That's probably what they were thing. going for. Yeah, honestly. I think so. I, I think, think so. that like because you made that point beforehand. Like he is very much like a like a like a DC Iron Man, just yeah. on the opposite side of yeah. the of the moral spectrum. Yes, and not yes. so much anymore in recent years, and definitely not so. Yeah, much Yeah, I in this think movie. that they're trying to clean up his image a little bit, trying to make him a little bit more appealing and stuff like that. Too. Yeah, like the perfect that, uh, definitely to that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I kind of want to talk about one of my favorite <coughs> parts of the film. You guys are smiling. You guys know probably what I'm talking know. about. Yeah. And it's we the introduction know. of the bat. Oh. It was, uh, I like for me, it was really, really cool. Even though it was also very, very jarring. It was just as jarring as seeing Superman uh, straight up. <laughs> Laser beam Stalin. That was like crazy. Um, so, but a little bit before that, to backtrack on like the first time that we actually sort of meet Bruce Wayne, so to speak, or this version's uh, um, film of Bruce Wayne. They never say Bruce Wayne. Um, but it's going back to the Gulag, anymore, right? it's yeah. probably yeah, something, something more Russian something based. Different. Something more Russian. But anyway, going back to uh, the Gulags, <laughs> when Superman discovered the Gulags, and he went in there to inspect, and he was in shock from, like, what he was seeing. Uh, um, this, so to speak, this young Batman was in there. And, of course, I should have seen it coming. Like, I, I thought that it was kind of like a little cameo mm-hmm. of, like, oh, this is, like, a potential Batman and stuff like that for maybe a future movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they, they show, like, a young kid that's angry with him. 
uh, you know, with bats flying around, obviously foreshadowing the Batman. Um, but he's angry with him because he felt like Superman abandoned them in the gulags, which is his whole reasoning for like why he wants to kill the Superman. And he's stuff, got a, so. that great line, right? He's like, "You're you're the Superman." You, you know, can hear a leaf they say, fall. yeah, hear a you leaf. can hear a leaf fall from miles away, and you couldn't hear, hear our cries. cries. Batman always gets the best <laughs> lines. God, they're so good, and it continues throughout the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just a thought too, like I really got vibes, but in the fight between the two of them, it was totally Batman versus Superman or Dark Knight Rises vibes. It was oh, like yeah. that fight Cause, was cause, played cause out no again. No matter what, no matter what universe we're in, Batman will always beat Superman. Okay. <laughs> Because again, saying. Superman held back. He always holds back. That's always part of it. That's definitely always part of it. It's not just that he holds back. Well, it's yeah, just it's a, the whole outsmarting factor. Yeah. He says it in the film too that the one thing that you overlooked is the human mind. Yeah. And what does Superman say when they fight? He's like, "I can see right through your cowl and I can see your brain. There's not much to look at." No, but that's what I mean. And though. then like, he's, it, then he outsmarts him right. Through it's there. it's less that it's, it's definitely that he outsmarts him, but it always starts because Superman is not willing to take the initiative at the beginning and end the damn Maybe. fight before Batman does anything. I think that's well, just his naivety. But I, I think he that's had, his naivety, yeah, exactly. But, but, but he also had the, the, the thing where he was kind of holding Wonder Woman hostage and stuff. So Oh, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman in a bit. Really yeah, but like, but like, look, if Superman yeah. really wanted to, like, he could have killed Batman, like, before he reacted. No, 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 See, no, no but hold it's on. Not, it's not that Batman was going to do anything to him. It's that... He had the lasso of truth on. No, no, no. On we're her. not. Let's not get to that because and we're talking. What the thing? The question of the matter is: Why can't Superman be? Why didn't Superman be, like kill or beat Batman at the in the beginning? Well, it's, it's, it's not because of that. It's not the personality. It's because he couldn't get to him. Batman right. caught him by surprise, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman. You know, when we start talking about, we're talking about her, but she does say, tell Superman, what is it about this man that like the state can't catch him, the military can't catch him, and you can't catch him. You know, is that Batman keeps outsmarting Superman? No, I get it, that, but like the even, man can fly the speed no, no, of light. No, 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 like you're, you're if missing, if if he yeah. had just if he had just shown up and said and like taken care of Batman immediately, dude, that would be it. That, and that's but it that's in every only fight because he's you're not missing, as smart. You're missing the big point. Wonder Woman told told him that Batman has. If anything happened to Batman. He's. She has. She's ordered because Walter, Walter, of the last. I, I gotta. I gotta. She's gotta kill I gotta, herself. I gotta stop you. I gotta you know stop you. Hold on. So that's no, why wait, he wait. didn't act. Well, well. You I gotta. I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you, because you're talking about way, way in the end. We're talking about when we first meet Batman, when he blows up the museum. Oh no! I, I'm, talking I'm talking about, about that. No, no. Scene. I'm talking about no, when we get Batman thing, introduced. The other thing is him. Him. No, but we were talking about the fight. Yeah. So that's that's why I was saying. Yeah, but he was talking about even before. No, no, I'm talking before that. Okay, fight. we're so talking about like before that. It was just because, him out smarting. because the thing the thing is the fight is really like not the physical fight. But there just is the, no fight. Yeah, but it's the it's the it's the uh, the 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 battle between like so the cat and mouse battle between. I thought Jose was talking about the the actual. No, fight we're talking about like when like, Batman know, first got introduced. That's what that's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was talking about. He never had the opportunity. I didn't want like flesh it out too much at this point, but but like right, what I was right. saying is that particular fight at the end between well, the two of them had those vibes. Yeah, but like, but again, that's all I'm saying is like, look, to to stop him, I understand because Batman outsmarted right, right, right. him yes, again. Yes, you know absolutely. But 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 
but again, that's just like representation of Batman just constantly outsmarting him. Right, exactly. Right. The you reason know. that Superman he's always a few steps before, ahead, yeah. and I don't, always. I don't so discount anyway, that. Going back but when to when it gets going to the conflict, the, that's where I'm. That's all. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, going back to the introduction of Batman, mm-hmm. the first thing that he does is the way that we get introduced to Batman is he takes over a loudspeaker inside a museum, <laughs> yeah, and great. he <laughs> says that he planted a bomb. And he says, you guys got 10 minutes to, uh, to exit before I blow up this museum. Uh-uh. 10 seconds pass, and the museum blows up. And he says, oh, did I say 10 minutes? I meant 10 seconds. And that is such a jarring thing from yeah. a Batman, right? Because, of course, we've, we've discussed, like, Batman in, in, in DC, like, oh, he doesn't kill. And, yeah. you know, oh, he kills but off screen. No, this is a very diabolical kill for enjoyment Thing. That's a Otherwise joker he wouldn't, thing to do. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that joker a joker thing. He's thing basically the joker. He's the Superman's joker here. And yeah. so, so what did you guys feel about like Batman being as visceral as he was? Even though he always is like kind of on the brink of uh, that visceral carnage and stuff like that, you could say, with the way that he fights and stuff like that. that. The whole notion of you're, you're only one bad day yeah, away exactly. from being me, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I guess maybe he had his bad day. Yeah, he, apparently, you know. How was, did you guys feel about Batman being that, like... Because uh, uh, he had he, he enjoyed doing all that stuff. When he took the helicopter and ran into the other helicopter, yeah. he, he smiled <laughs> he right smiled. before he jumped off of it. <laughs> he did. I, I think it's, again, like this movie driving home the point of product of your environment because right. this is not the Bruce Wayne that we know that's like after like his parents died, okay, a horrible, jarring event, but he had Alfred to raise him and he had a mansion with like millions right. and millions and millions of dollars to... Cushion the blow in a sense. I mean, money isn't everything, yeah. obviously. Well, it's just a society like, too. He grew up in 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 the Gotham that we know. Even though Gotham was desolate, he grew up in a society of potential hope and freedom. Whereas in this society, coming out of a hole, basically. Yeah, he's coming out of a hole in a Russian. You know, that you do whatever the state tells you. And, and we don't like know anything else said, about him after yeah, that yeah, either. We just yeah. know like he was a kid whose parents died, and Batman. He felt Batman was or Superman was responsible. And then we see him as Batman. We and don't know what happens in the intervening years. And it's like you said, the go- the Batman that we know had an Alfred to help him navigate. Yeah, a mentor. Exactly. We don't this know one, what it, if there's an Alfred. Did. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he is. He is. He's an interesting character. He's always an interesting you know character. Yeah. It's Batman, dude. I mean, he really, really is. Because he's Batman. It doesn't matter what medium and what. Where you put him and stuff like that, he's just freaking Batman and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the the one thing that I that I find interesting about this movie is that there really isn't a sense of true villainy, except for at the very yeah, very end. Except for yeah, the, there's, there's the madness. Twisted. I wouldn't there's, even say villainy. There's madness. It's it's shades it's a of gray. different. It's, it's a little different because well, everyone except for Brainiac because Brainiac yeah, exactly. Brainiac Brainiac, Brainiac is like the real villain, and yeah, we'll exactly. talk. About, I'm definitely gonna give Brainiac to you. Yeah. Later. yeah. But uh, <laughs> but everybody but else is like shades of gray. Everything you know is shades saying? of gray when it comes to to socio political geopolitical uh, mm-hmm. topics, right? Because everybody believes that they're doing it for the good of their people, mm-hmm. and they're doing it for the just right cause. But usually, Superman usually felt he was doing it for the good of humanity. Yeah. yeah, but usually there's very clear cut roles with these characters, like usually, Superman, usually, right? Exactly. Usually. And that's what I find interesting about this movie because you don't have that. Right. Usually, Superman is super the Boy Scout, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And Lex is always trying to kill him and and batman is 
the guy that's psycho that's teetering on the edge. Yeah, that he won't cross that one like, moral line. But yeah. in this one, he does. In this one, he does it with it. a smile. Yeah, <laughs> but he's trying. He's like you said. He's he in his mind, he's doing it for the right reasons. Right. Everybody's Superman, doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Superman is teetering on the edge also mm. between between doing the right thing. And doing what he believes is right for the world in his mind. No, right? see, that's where I challenge you because I don't think Superman is doing. See, in his mind, it's not that he's doing. He's not teetering between doing the right thing. He is brainwashed to believe right. that okay. what he's maybe, doing maybe is I right. The, maybe the I socialist for example, experiment. He goes in. He goes in as soon as he becomes the premier of USSR. He goes into South Korea and and and. Uh, Obliterate. He has a war with South Korea that mm-hmm. ends in three hours, killing three thousand people, and he justifies it by saying that, like, where I killed three thousand people today, I saved many, many more like millions, six million but, or something then, like that. Yeah, something like that. Three he million. justifies three his million. wrongdoing, mm-hmm. but then take that action against what Brainiac is constantly asking him to do, which is Correct. to go invade you, mm-hmm. the United mm-hmm. States, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to do it. Right, and we'll so get to that's we'll, why we'll, we'll get to Brainiac. Uh, right, we'll but get that's to why Brainiac. I say he's kind of teetering. Sometimes between in his decisions well, because here okay he's willing to kill the Koreans, but he's not willing to do the same for the Americans. There's a little bit. Of a I don't think you know? that's the point. I don't yeah. think that's the point. But, and what I think actually happened here to a certain extent, and I hate to say this, is like I actually didn't love the movie. I thought the movie was good. Yeah, I was entertained by it. But Superman's character to me sometimes really didn't make a lot of sense in this movie his yeah, motivations yes, what he was yes, did right, exactly. it wasn't it was, about it was teetering to, to me it was about yeah. poor adaptation from the comic to me that's what well, it was well that's from your point of view that's from my point of view so, and, yeah. and like I'm sorry to have to bring the comic mm-hmm. into it but like even if I had just seen this movie standalone I wouldn't really understand all of his motivations and all of his actions right, in this movie exactly. because a lot of them you change know, on a dime with no with no previous like with no previous event with no with no nothing to react to sometimes he's just like I changed my mind and Lex Luthor does that to a certain extent too which is why I don't I I don't love this movie because like I feel like the character motivations although they are justifiably gray they get a little too muddled at times and it's right. less about the character being confused on on some moral ground and more about just like we don't know where to go with this and we don't know how to continue the story without this character doing this thing but you don't think Lex had an arc in this in this film? Oh no, no, I'm not I saying think, they didn't have an arc. I'm just saying had, it wasn't as well done as it could have been. I think he had the better arc in the film. He did, you know, he did like, because he came from a point where, you know, he's all about him, to where he ended up at the very end of the movie. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So I think he had a very interesting arc yeah. and stuff. But again, you know we're kind of getting away from like the whole. Like, again, I wanted to talk a little bit about, like, Batman's whole, like, psyche and everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. So, we were talking about Batman. <laughs> so, again, like, Batman is, is, is the the, the Batman that we know, which is super smart fighter, super outsmarting everyone else, um, and and everything. But just like Superman, also the ends justify the means, and he's the guy that crosses the moral line. So, going to that actual battle where they finally face each other um, physically, and it's kind of like a little bit of a retelling of the Dark Knight um uh yeah. returns right where mm-hmm. where he faces a uh, superman and like this version's mm-hmm. kryptonite um he outsmarts him by bringing him into this place with uh by holding Lois Lane hostage and then Wonder, he Wonder Woman Wonder Wonder sorry Wonder mm-hmm. Woman hostage um and then turning on the lights and then proceeding to beat the crap out of superman the Red AJ, what did you yeah. think of that fight oh man i thought that that was wow the emotion like Normally, 
it's it's really for me this version of Batman is very jarring. Like I'm aware that there are certain Batmans that are a little more uh, radical than others, but this one just took it to another level. Mm-hmm. Thomas like, Wayne. Like normally, uh, okay, the all right, but there's a di- there is a difference here. No, of course, there's definitely, a difference. Definitely, for me, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. See, Thomas Wayne, extreme as he is, there is a limit. He's not gonna beat the horse dead if it's dead already. But this Batman, in right. the way he fights. Like, normally, I'm not saying that there wasn't any technique in it, but there was just a point where he was just... Pounding. He was just... He wasn't even... Yeah. It was just brutalizing Superman. But he didn't kill him. And he wasn't going to kill him either. Yeah, I know. Exactly. He was going to have... Well, he wanted him to suffer, too. That's part of it. Yeah. I mean, well, he was, yeah, I guess Batman's he was, just a terrorist in this. That's really do, what it is. He was going to do basically what was done to him. Yeah. He was going to throw him in the quote-unquote gulag that he had built. And stuff, he, he is a you know? sadistic terrorist in this. Mm-hmm. That's like really the best way to yeah. explain his actions because that's that he he basically does everything he can he can to disrupt the state, disrupt Superman's state. Just like there was no... It's very weird to see Batman without a line. And to see that to this yeah. extent was like, that was, wow, I was flabbergasted. This is why he has his line, though, isn't it? This is why it's explained that he has that line. Because if he crosses yeah, exactly. it, exactly. he this never is, comes back. You know, and, you know I, I wouldn't mind seeing a film of like Batman actually just crossing the line. Um, I really don't want to spoil what happens to Batman, so we're going to kind of stop there. It's one of the most shocking things I've ever seen in any kind of Batman story told, even if it's elsewhere, what if, or whatever it is. When I saw what happened to Batman, oh my God, you guys have to watch this movie just to be shocked, okay? So we won't talk about it, because I don't want to spoil that for sure, but, oh, that's insane. Uh, what I will ask is just a quick, like... um. I guess reaction or did you expect it or whatever what the action that Batman took at the very end I did expect it yeah because because of him I mean, I setting guess it, it was, up yeah, right? it was set up it was set up yeah uh, I didn't expect it right then and there I thought yes. that there might be a little bit more of, of right. storyline and a little bit more of stuff intervening in yeah, between think, that like I figured maybe because like we said yeah, you know, he wanted to trap please, Batman, yeah. you know, but he wanted yeah. to trap, he just wanted to basically imprison Batman after he beat the crap out of him, basically. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was going to throw him in a hole and he was going to leave Superman. him in there. He was on, Superman, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beating Superman. Sorry. Batman he beat the crap. Superman, ba- Superman yeah. beat, the, Superman got his butt kicked by Batman and Batman was going <gasps> to throw Superman in the freaking, in the hole, basically, yep. and just leave him there to suffer until he died. Right. Um, you know, probably feed him and just like try to keep him alive in misery for as long as he possibly could. Um, so... I expected that to play out a little bit before yeah, what what right. happened. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyway, guys, if if there's any one reason, in my opinion, if there's any one reason to watch the movie, it's gonna it has to be for the just the <laughs> Batman Superman fight. That scene was insane. That's why everybody watches anything with Batman or Superman <laughs> for Batman. Because uh, you can never Batman pass up a chance to see Batman beat the living crap out of uh, Superman. I that's literally <laughs> my favorite thing in DC universe. Um, <laughs> Uh, now, since we dropped Wonder Woman so many times, Wonder Woman is really, really, <coughs> I don't want to say, she's not too different, but there's some really, really important uh, aspects that are very different. There's so some distinctions. She has, she has her, 
she kind of plays the role of trying to be the mediator between Lex Luthor and Superman, trying to play the mediator between Russia and America and stuff. She's basically trying to be Switzerland. Um, uh, but in those early interactions with Superman, mm-hmm. something very, very shocking got revealed. Walt? Yeah, that was... Oh, you leave it to me. I'll I leave it to you. I leave it to you. Okay. Um, how can I say this? Well, she's not into Superman. Drop the super, and she's not into that either. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. Exactly. She 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 leans more toward and and not I guess leans more toward. Well, she yeah, straight up said, "Straight uh, up, I I am into girls. <laughs> I'm yes. from an island of women. Which I what guess, do you expect? Figure it out. I guess if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. It does not. I, okay, in a, in a sense, because you know what, they're so isolated." That that's all they know. So to yeah, but, prison, then that's, but then but that's like, saying that like it's it's. I know. I'm that's just saying that it's nurture over nature. Right. No. I, and then, like I said, so, I'm just saying. Yeah. Kind of makes sense, but yeah. it doesn't at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. kind of there. Yeah. Look. Um. He leans in because he thinks this is his aha moment, <laughs> and she shuts him down. <laughs> you know, so she's funny. like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" Not into it, brother. <laughs> Okay, like so, I don't want to. I don't want to crap on representation at all because I. I think we all kind of agree it's important to a certain extent yeah. to see like people like yeah. see your heroes on the screen. Like if you're Absolutely. Hispanic, like most of us are, like we all are really, uh, or Latino well, here, here, <laughs> yeah. right here, here in our group. You know, it, like it, it's it's always interesting to see your people represented on the screen right like and and it's important for i think the self-esteem of young people to see themselves represented on the screen i get that right but i still think this moment was a little bit shoehorned in and i'm not mad at it yeah but it didn't really serve any purpose at all it didn't really serve any purpose right and the reason see but really what's her purpose the thing see my my thing is like she could have shut him down some other way the only the only reason the only purpose that it serves is to try to kind of modernize with the times yeah you know that's the only thing and my representation exactly my thing is that like representation is cool uh but then like you have to give me more of that representation not just that one scene because now for me the rest of the interactions between superman sometimes don't make sense and i want to kind of throw this to you because mm-hmm. brainiac makes an appearance and superman and brainiac go through like their <laughs> whole thing and superman defeats brainiac and he <laughs> makes brainiac his 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 uh kind of slave Spoiler, man. his alexa no, his don't yeah, don't even don't even cushion it it's rosie from the jetsons superman yeah. makes brainiac rosie from the jetsons his alexa and um, he has a big problem with that and, and 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 so yeah. the thing is that like so Wonder Woman comes in here and she's trying to like she's struggling with his motivations of like you know why are you doing this again the end justifies the means Superman creates this utopian country but under the brainiac slave labor of humans and before yeah. I throw it to you this is where I have the issues where Wonder Woman who um, is saying that like her mother wants to. Uh, remove the, the the embassy. I don't. I can't even pronounce her country's name. And Themyscira. Themyscira. Okay, DC just nerds. think mascara <laughs> with Thema. Yeah, in you the beginning. Freaking DC nerds. Oh my Themyscira. gosh. What's what's the, what's the queen's name? Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Whatever. So I'm not a DC nerd. I just saw Sorry. the movie. <laughs> Go ahead. So so Wonder Woman 
says her mother wants to remove the Temiscara uh, embassy. And she, whatever, the mascara. He got it. The mascara embassy. How about that? Um, <laughs> okay. And, and instead, she's defending <laughs> Superman. And uh-huh. It just doesn't feel like a genuine defense of him. It because doesn't feel earned. She just, she just chastised him for like, he's doing things that are immoral, these things are wrong and stuff like that. Yeah, she still wants to defend him against her own mother's wishes. Well, it was just a feeling in the beginning, right? She said she felt like he was like right, a good person yeah. that he I, meant well. I think, I think, but how and had, why? She had him on a pedestal, and she she saw him as the person that he could be. And but why she didn't know him from a hole in the wall? But I, 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 I but listen, see, that's, that's one of the plot holes. I'm, I'm just right. Trying well, to, I'm, I'm speaking to Wolfie's to, point. Yeah, I feel like that was not much. Yeah, like it, it just you know, you know it wasn't a strong enough motivation. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Whereas that's if there was a if the there is there if there was an actual love connection or just like a romantic affection, there would have been more reason for her to choose him over her mother, or even like a professional but respect. There wasn't really any good reasons. I think the only, I actually see that as more of a hindrance to what her character actually was because it's like you said, the whole point of her being there was that she was the Switzerland. That would have compromised her Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. But, and, and, and I get what you're saying, but I think what, I think what you're trying to get at is that the movie didn't develop their connection really well. Right. And I'm sorry, but again, I don't want to bring it to the comics, but the comics demonstrates their relationship very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's well fleshed out. The movie just didn't do a very good job of that. Well, that could be a, a timing. Yes, well. that, so that's, yeah. pr- that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Or 160, 150 yeah. page comic book versus you know, an hour and 24 minute movie. Hour it, it's minute tough movie. to put all that stuff mm. in there, but they could have found a way. It can't to be. Uh, how many pages is the comic? Uh, 150, 160 something. Yeah. It's not That's super long. That's only an long. extra 40 minutes. Yeah. Not well, even an extra 30 minutes. So yeah. you can condense a couple of things. But anyway, I mean, they we'll took out a whole there. character. You could have right. found we'll, a way we'll to do that. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But again, so, you know, again, to the whole like dynamic between the two of them, it leads us to like what happens with... Brainiac. With, well, no, not there no. yet, right? So we're going to get to Brainiac, but I just wanted to tie back to um, that situation that we alluded to before when she when she was used as a hostage uh, of Batman's to lure Superman in. She's the reason that Superman escaped because she ends up uh, sacrificing her lasso of truth mm-hmm. to help save Superman, and then she's immediately betrayed. And how is she betrayed? She's betrayed by a Superman choosing to do, still be an immoral person uh, in how he treats Batman and what his sentence for Batman is, mm-hmm. right? And that's the moment mm-hmm. that they break apart, right? She just yeah. saved Brain, his the life, and then she realized mm-hmm. that like he's not worthy. Mm-hmm. That, that's away. and that's where it started to break down. Not just then, right. but as she started to realize <laughs> that the way that Bat, that Superman. Sorry for these slight confusions. Right. The way that he dealt with dissent was not in a, not violent in a in a physical sense, but very violent in a it's mental. Just, it's just an immoral sociological way, right? sense. Like, like he, he turned them into into robots. They were called right. Superman robots. Exactly. He brainwashed yeah. them. Exactly. He, you take the lobotomized them. them. Yeah. Right. And again, that goes to me where like yes, yeah, so like we're gonna get to the brainiac situation where like mm-hmm. you know uh, Superman is is potentially being. You know, manipulated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But this has nothing to do with his manipulation. This is his choice to try to make Batman into one of his slaves. He says that, like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to make you one of 
you know, I'm going to control your mind and I'll give you a nice job in a laundromat. That's his character. That is his desire to want to do that. And that's crazy to me, you know, because, yes, he's a Boy Scout and naive in certain ways, but he also has very evil tendencies in this movie. Very he just says stop, it so cool stop. and casually. Yeah, exactly. Couple hours of brain surgery, I'll get mm-hmm. you a nice job in a laundromat Look in at Moscow. It. See what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's that has nothing to do with being manipulated. That's who he is in this film. Well he's taking like I said, he's taking clues from Stalin. Right. Because yeah, Stalin yeah. tried to make that argument to him. Yeah, right. He's right, right, before, right before Yes, he yes, got... yes. He basically became Stalin. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he it absorbed is. Stalin's destroyed body. So uh, <laughs> now I want to get Plasma. into uh, one of our <laughs> final character reveals and, and, and analysis as Brainiac. Oh wait, we're missing one. Who? Hal Jordan. Ah. The Green Lantern Corps. Hal Jordan makes an appearance. I don't think it's that like it's not that big of a deal. He makes an appearance. He's basically still the Green Lantern guy, and he he fights Superman. It was, later it was on. more a series to, of cameos. We'll we'll yeah, we'll, 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 yeah. we'll, yes, we'll get was. there. We'll talk Phil a little Lamar bit about Hal Jordan. Usually does, yeah. But I don't think he plays that crucial of a role. He just gets to be like he a, just gets a, to be he gets to be a boss and a comic and a, a moment of comic relief yeah, exactly. with yeah, that with that right. moment where yeah. Wonder Woman's oh, like basically like, hey Superman, you suck. And like and how Jordan just right? turns him, yeah, with that with that comment, <laughs> and then Superman punches him into really the ocean. making him American. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but no. So that's why I wanted to go into, right. into Brainiac because he has what I thought in the beginning was going to be a very unassuming role, but it is not that at all, which makes sense because it's Brainiac. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you've been chomping at the bit to yeah. give us this Brainiac analysis. So <laughs> tell me, right. what did you think? You knowing who Brainiac is, tell me what was your thoughts initially on Brainiac, and then when Brainiac got truly revealed. Initially, I was livid. <laughs> the thought of, look, Superman may be smart, but he is nowhere in the league of Brainiac. That's the whole point. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. And to find out, like, thank God this was brought up, brought about in the end, and I was half expecting it. He's a red herring. But, like... Red. You, you introduce Brainiac. He takes Stalingrad. And then you find out that Superman reprogrammed him? Let's not forget that he shrank Stalingrad for some reason. He's like, well, hey. Well, that's, that's what well, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that that's is what he does. That's Brainiac's staple. He collects. He goes, yes. Yeah. Those things, but yeah, he was like, "I'll take Stalingrad. I'll, I'll collect this. I'll shrink this." He's he's the the it. highest form of space culturist. <laughs> if you wanna if you, if you wanna boil it down to something, but yeah, so he was doing his thing. He was taking Stalingrad. Superman beats him. Well, I'll get to that, and he makes him a goddamn. <laughs> He makes him a walking, talking Alexa, bro. He makes, but he re. First, he has him reprogrammed. Or, then he makes him manage the state for him. Or actually, you know what he's like? It, to not make him sound so bad, he's like Jarvis. He's kind of like Jarvis. He's not so bad that he's he an is kind of like Jarvis because he gives him like analysis mm-hmm. and stuff like that, predictions, gives him advice. Okay, Let's give him a little still more credit. Advice. He's still treated like Alexa. Right, but what is the reason that he's giving mm-hmm. advice okay. and treating him, you know, getting the way that. they is getting to that. So and that's that's we're we're gonna bleed into that mm-hmm. actually really soon. So 
he basically has Brainiac running the state, and he it's not really clear what exactly Superman is doing at this time, because Superhero. it really is just Brainiac, like... He, he's the one that I'm assuming comes up with the, well, okay, you know what? That's a little, it's getting a little too in-depth at the moment. But, so Superman, he uh, he basically develops the, the mind control technology with Brainiac's technology. Um, you know, through him, he's, be, he's able to make his perfect utopia, and with Brainiac, he's able to do tracking. Like, oh, this is up. America sucks. This is why they right. suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why we're so great. Production is up 5%. Going Everything's bait. amazing. Yes, and that's another thing. He is constantly nudging Superman to invade. But Superman is so concerned, and this also plays into his childlike nature. He's concerned with winning the argument. Mm-hmm. Which system is better? Communism? Yes. Yes. Or capitalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Brainiac's like, well, you know, I, I get you, but ever since Luthor became president, this is taking a turn for the worse, dude. You yeah, gotta do something. Capitalism's awesome again, thanks to like Lex mm-hmm. Luthor's guidance as president of the United States. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's happens after what? In the movie, after JFK gets assassinated, right? Right. Yeah. He runs yeah. for president and wins. Mm-hmm. And that's right. And by the way, yeah, Eisenhower, JFK, like real life presidents are in this because it takes place during that time period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Besides yeah. Stalin, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not until the pseudo Green Lantern Corps <laughs> comes knocking at his door and Wonder Woman officially disowns him and the world that he goes, you know what? Brainiac, you may have been right. You 12th level intellect, you. Let's go invade the White House. And they go invade the White House. Lois Lane comes out, you know, she does her thing. Dude, this is not who you are. I mean, technically it is who you are, but I kind of, in that interview with you, I know you're a better person than this. Mm -hmm. And she shows that to him. And then that's when it becomes really clear what's been happening. Mm -hmm. So Superman acknowledging that he's been wrong in his approach, says, all right, you know what? Let's call it a day, Brainiac. Let's, let's head on back to Mother Russia. And Brainiac's like, are you really sure you want to go? Like, he's being really insistent about mm-hmm. this. And Superman's like, yeah, dude, I'm sure. Come on, Alexa, turn off. Let's go. <laughs> and then Brainiac goes... Not you. Not the actual Alexa. <laughs> Stop calling Alexa. Stop saying Alexa. Yeah. Okay. Do something else. <laughs> all right. So. Jarvis. Yes. All right. Jarvis. <laughs> Doesn't quite get my point across, but whatever. <laughs> well, this won't shut up if you keep saying that. So. Yeah. But all anyway, right. the final tipping point was him being right there and calling off the attack. That's when Brainiac goes, yeah, you know what? Uh, I kind of been playing you. <laughs> and decades. this is where <laughs> and this is where he goes into the whole, bro, did you, did you really think you could reprogram me? Like, come on. Seriously? And he starts attacking. Destroy Stalingrad. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> out of sheer spite. Mm-hmm. Like, 
the whole point of Stalingrad was that that was the thing that made him such a, I guess, charismatic dictator. He even goes into it during their their uh, exchange, because he was part of that conversation with mm-hmm. Lois too, mm-hmm. and just wow, it was just so like this, this in an instant. It was horrible. Just destroyed a whole city, basically. And it yeah. was like an afterthought at that point. <laughs> and just Brainiac in this movie, I mean, I saw it coming, but I'm coming to now appreciate it and how he just basically owns Superman and the fact like, well, you know, you may not like me, but, you know, I'm really you. This is what you've been doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. As yeah, much exactly. as you hate were, me, you really hate yourself. Well, that's the thing. They, they were they were essentially one and the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as like what their intentions were, yeah. whether Brainiac, like, however, even though Brainiac was manipulating Superman, he was only manipulating Superman because he was such an easy. It's easy to manipulate somebody that ha- kind of has the same goals as you do as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. easy mark for you sure. Know, it's easy mark because he's already doing what you want. So why not just like help him along, which is what he did, right? So yeah. But then over here we also have the turn. This is where Superman finally becomes the Superman that we know and love. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So after a few scuffles, Lex Luthor joins the fight. He, uh, you know, there's some talk about the shield. Oh, I only let you in last time. Blah 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 blah. Lex Luthor disables or it. Or shield. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He goes into the ship. He goes. I am Superman. And he pulls the There's classic Sub-Zero se- fatality. He rips him out by the Jedi. spine. <laughs> I am Iron Man. I am Superman. Um, yeah, that was an awesome moment. Yes. The way that he defeated Brainiac there. I thought the whole swerve was like really well done. In, 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 in the movie, Like in whatever medium you have it in, I thought that whole Brainiac swerve was pretty well done. Even though it was somewhat expected because it's freaking mm-hmm. Brainiac. And like you said, how the heck do you do you reprogram such a high intelligence? It's like when when it's like Ultron's done this a bunch of times too. He's like, oh, you got me! Like you figured me out. You found the failsafe, and then like he's just like, ha! I fooled you the entire time. This was actually my entire plan, which is why you're a fan of Ultron. Also, I, yeah. I feel like it's there's something about that type of character that you enjoy. I would imagine, but like yeah, the whole swerve was really interestingly done. I think I would have... I definitely enjoyed the scenes with Brainiac, too. Those were some of the better scenes as well. Like, I kind of like that line where um, where Superman apologizes to him when yeah. he tells him to shut up. He tells Brainiac to just shut up. And he's like, apologizes. And Brainiac is like, I, I'm a machine, dude. I don't have emotion. You don't have to apologize to me. Like, I just... The way that they interacted to me was very interesting. Especially, like, when you look at it at the lens of the end of the movie where you realize that it's all Brainiac trying to play a game and trying to manipulate Superman, trying to find his moral weaknesses and all of that to get him to mm-hmm. do things that Superman normally wouldn't do in service of his goals. Because that's the whole point, right? Like, Superman has his goal. Brainiac just forces him to get there in a way that's convenient for Brainiac, which was pretty cool, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you know, and then, <clears throat> I mean, at this point, you know, Brainiac is gone. Superman now has a, like, they're faced with, like, the situation where, like, there is a self-destruct sequence mm-hmm. being initiated, and it's apparently like the... Dark Knight the, Returns, dude. Apparently this, uh... Or Dark Knight Rises, excuse me. Right, but, like, apparently this, like, uh, contraption, the Brainiac ship or whatever, 
you want to call it, um, is powered by a bunch of mini black holes mm -hmm. yeah. that's about to collapse on itself and destroy everything within a 15 million mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably uh, sounds about right. I guess four black but, holes like, would do a lot but of damage. My, but my, it's so funny that Lex Luthor can come up with that calculation on an instant. I was like, "Oh yeah, four black holes, fifteen million mile radius." <laughs> Absolutely. Doesn't matter that I don't know what the mass of the black holes are right now. Doesn't matter. Like, I don't know how fast yeah. you can go maximum yeah. speed. Uh, or maybe that was just his way of manipulating Superman to like you know go fifteen oh, yeah, million miles away from here, please. <laughs> we don't want you here. Um, anyway, Superman takes it upon himself to do the right thing. He uh, flies the ship as fast as he possibly can, seemingly to another galaxy, because 15 million miles away, I have no idea what relation that is to the Earth. That would but not be, that would not even get us to the sun. The sun is 93 million miles away. So he was definitely in this solar system. Oh, so then he blew up one of our planets? Maybe. <laughs> yes, so. Maybe. Well, it's technically, possible. if like black holes collapsed on each other and then became a big black hole, then that means that he didn't save the galaxy at all. Well, if black holes well, collapse, well, the science behind on, it actually on, does make some on, sense, even though I don't know about they that 15 million They said that it would destroy everything thing. within 15 million miles. We don't know that he actually went 15 million miles. He could have gone yeah. way further. Yeah, he could Anyway. Have. I think it was implied did. that he did. Yeah, it was implied mm -hmm. that he did. And, uh... You get rid of Pluto. We don't need Pluto. You know, then we... You know, we, we, we grass Tyson already did. Exactly. <laughs> you know, no, he loves Pluto. He wants Pluto back. Oh, he changed his mind? No, he always he was always a Pluto uh, a plutocrat. What do you mean? <laughs> he was the, he was the guy who argued for Pluto being removed from no, the planet. No, he, yes, he, he was. Oh, he accepted I, it. He has a documentary out yeah. for like why he considers Pluto still a planet. But it's just he also the what thing in is the world. He, yeah, he he. Well, this is going off on a tangent, but I believe <laughs> if not if I'm not wrong that he obviously concurs with the scientific community, but. For him, Pluto yeah. is still a planet because Pluto is the planet that, that like, I gotta, got him into astronomy. I got to get this story back in because yeah, yeah. last I remember, anyway. like, people were blaming his ass for, for Pluto no longer they being a planet. They blame him for a lot of crap. And I just saw a meme today where that makes fun of that, where 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 he, where he it's, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson saying something like, you're not a planet to Pluto. And then, like, Pluto and Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, give each other the middle finger. Like, why would that be a meme <laughs> if it wasn't him? I guess. But I think I you're confused. I, it doesn't I, matter. I, but this I, is not the point I, of the conversation. That's not the, that's not the podcast. It doesn't matter. Uh, one of ooh, us is right, NBT one of us is wrong. The podcast would be freaking awesome. Anyway. Yeah, he would just talk the whole time. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, end of the, like, towards the end of the film, we are now here. Earth is saved. USSR is saved. And, uh, and... Lex Luthor is stepping down as president. He's resigning because he feels like he's done everything that he needed to do. Wait, who's the vice president? Vice president is James Olsen. That's so cool. I our thought. very first black president also <laughs> in this timeline. Uh, but the also, also the, the remarkable thing to me is, you know, he, he states in this alternate universe, uh, he talks about like a, a global uh, United States of America. Yeah. So essentially Lex Luthor did exactly what the USSR in real life wanted to do what Superman wanted to do with the USSR so it still kind of doesn't change anything he won the argument um, he right? won the argument basically mm -hmm. but that's kind of where we end up and we get a glimpse this is where we get like the glimpse of Lois seeing uh, Superman in the Clark, Clark Kent look in the crowd where he has a trench coat the glasses and the, and the, uh, the hat and everything and that's where we end up. That's the uh, end of the film. That's the the you know? Alfred checking yeah. out Batman and Catwoman in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that whole ending scene was basically yeah, like the end true. of the of yeah. the Dark Knight uh, yeah, Rises to me. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And that wasn't a bad thing. Oh, Lois, Lois Lane was kind of like the Alfred moral 
moral compass yeah. for uh, Lex Luthor's Bruce Wayne in, in The Dark Knight Rises, right? So, mm, yeah, and like for Superman kind of in this yeah. also. So it made a little okay. bit of sense yeah. then. Anyway, so him. what did you guys think overall of the movie? What's your rating? What's your rating, individual ratings uh, out of 10? Um, I'll so, start. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's... Um, I didn't love the movie, like I said earlier. I thought there were a couple of things that didn't make a lot of sense. And again, that might be in translation from the comic book, but I don't want to rate it as a, as a movie based on the comic book, even mm-hmm. though that's what pretty much every DC cartoon or movie is going to be. Still, it, to separate it, I don't think they establish character motivations very well sometimes. I think that it, like, a lot like, maybe like Batman vs. Superman is a good comparison because if they had just thrown a little bit more into this movie, into Superman Red Sun, to explain character motivations, just like they eventually did with Batman vs. Superman and the director's cut, where which they, is far more superior which is superior, film. right, because you get more established yeah. motivations for all the characters <laughs> yeah. in that director's cut. I think if they had thrown a little bit more of that into this movie, I would have enjoyed it a little bit more because, okay. like I said, it's like, like we use as an example, why is Wonder Woman so interested in Superman other than the fact that he's another super being? You know? Like, why, why, why does Superman seemingly flip from, like, you know, murdering Stalin, which perhaps is justifiable to trying to preserve life pretty much for the rest of the movie, except for Korea, and then going back to, like, trying to preserve her life for the rest of the movie after that. Like, the motivations hop around. I mean, I gotta say it, Batman's probably the only character that would with motivations that make complete sense yeah, in this movie. Yeah, exactly. He right? wanted to, like, stop... He wanted to stop Superman from, like, doing this like this immoral thing. He told him straight up, yeah. you are exactly what was wrong. You and Stalin were the same person, yeah. and we need to, like... We need, he wanted to like return the country back to its people. It's like you are what you hate. Yeah. So by murdering why you innocent people. Um, <laughs> you know the animation was pretty good. The voice acting was pretty good. Yeah. The the cameos were pretty good. The story overall ended up in an interesting place. I think. So if I were to give this a rating, I would say that I would give it a seven out of okay. ten. Um, like I said, I didn't love it. I was definitely entertained by it. I enjoyed some of the, the characterizations. It was definitely cool to see, like, you mm-hmm. know, Superman with a, Batman with freaking Russian accents. Like, what the heck is this? But, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it was entertaining. It was awesome. It's definitely worth a watch. I would not say that it's not worth a watch at all if you like comic books, if you like Superman, if you like Batman, if you like alternate history stories, all that stuff. You will enjoy this. But be prepared, in my opinion, to, to see a few plot holes kind of get larger and larger as the film yeah. goes on. Yeah. So that to me, like that's what I would would say that this movie was. Well, um, I'm not gonna be as harsh on the film as you are, Jose. Um, mm-hmm. I I enjoyed the film. Uh, I think it's leaps and bounds better than their earlier effort, which was Batman Hush, which I think we all agreed was not a good adaptation no, by not any not a good stretch comic of to the movie adaptation. Even if we're looking with that film at the comic book, even if we're not looking at that, I didn't think that that was a good film to begin with. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the same feeling for this movie. I think, um, um, I, I think it's a better, a better film. Um, there, there are definitely potholes. I, I will give it that. You know, I, I, but you know what? Those are potholes that, at least for me, I can, 
I guess mentally what, I, what I'm trying to do is I'm filling those potholes myself and maybe that's not the best way to do it and stuff like that. But I, I thought Lex Luthor was a very interesting character. I loved Batman. You know what I'm saying? I loved his hat. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. Yeah, you know Ruski Batman is awesome. <laughs> exactly. I, the I Russian, think we can all agree with that. The Russian bear cap. Superman was was one of these things where I think he was struggling to figure out what what he needed to do to create his utopia, and he did not have somebody to guide him to make the right decisions. And so that's that's why I think. You know, while he did some very strange things, I think he was just being human. He was making yeah, mistakes no, was. along the way. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was kind of the point. Um, it, it, like I said, it's one of the better adaptations. I'm a big fan of all the DC animated films. There's there's a lot of really good ones out there. Um, I wouldn't put this in the top three or what what have you, but I still I still think it's a movie that's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a movie that will keep you interested. It's a movie that's going to shock you, yes. right? In in different places. Um, I don't think there was any point where I was watching the movie and I got bored. And, right. And yeah. To me, that I think marker. that's a that's a pretty good yeah. film. So I'm going to rate I it agree. just a little bit higher than you. I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Okay. Um, because, like I said, I, I think I liked it a little bit more than you did. I think a couple of changes, and I yeah. would have been right there. Right, like, exactly. So it's yeah. not a it's not a failure. It, it's it's this close to being a really really good film. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple of things, and maybe the reason is is that that comic book is so dense to be able to adapt yeah. into that amount of time. That's why I'm going to give him a little credit because there's a yeah. lot of things that you could have. This could have been a worse film. Yeah, it's it's a you dense hundred and fifty something pages. Yeah. Not to again, not to push it too much towards the comic right, book exactly, and you know? what that means for the adaptation. Mm-hmm. But but that that's what I think. So all right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Also, mm-hmm. um, I'm not very big into Superman lore and stuff. Even though when growing up I was in love with Superman, um, I became an adult and realized life isn't as rosy as Clark Kent. So. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I'm a huge Batman fan and I absolutely loved seeing Batman be um, as Batman-y as, pass- as possible. Always playing um, the spoiler for Superman too. It's, huh? it's kind of awesome. That's the thing that He's I always love playing the spoiler. Batman. It's yeah. like, take the average, well not the average human, but just take any human and the mind will always be drawn. And that's what I love so much about it. So, mm-hmm. the... Uh, the the iteration of this fight between uh, Batman and Superman was amazing. I loved it, and on that note alone, I would say it's a must watch for any comic book fan. Um, that yeah, was a great that, fight. That is mm-hmm. that is one of the things too that like you were right. Um, didn't even think about it, but I wasn't bored at any point in the movie. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy. I enjoyed some of the uh, a lot of the, all the twists. I did enjoy. Um, all the action scenes were I'm, great. I'm too. not necessarily yeah, right. the most comfortable yeah. with Lex Luthor being uh, kind of the savior. Uh, that's a little difficult for me to swallow. Yeah. Um, it's an Elseworld story, but like it's still like it's like all the characters, for the most part, stay the same as far as like uh, some of their personality traits. Mm-hmm. Yet they're all gone, and the only survivor is Lex Luthor. Which Pretty is crazy. much. Essentially, yeah. well, not Survivor, but he's the only one. He's 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 the one that comes out completely unscathed. He thrives because he doesn't even lose 
Lois Lane. Yeah. You know, through all the turmoil that he had with her, he still, they end up like happily ever after. Yeah, the only crazy. things, yeah. the only things that he, he disconnects from are things that he gives away. Yeah, exactly. Nothing so that he's, nothing gets taken from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, but yeah, the movie was entertaining. It was a lot of fun. I wasn't <coughs> bored at any point. And uh, yeah, 8 out of 10, I think it's a, uh, I think it's definitely a must-watch if you're a comic book fan, whether you're DC or Marvel. It's mm-hmm. just one of those movies that, like, you should watch. All right. AJ, final review. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to... I'm going to head towards uh, your line of thinking. Uh, I'm a proponent of headcanon. Head I, I, I have to do it for a lot of the shows I watch, so I'm all right with that. Um, I was, I, I really just wasn't a fan of the Brainiac treatment at first, but, and I kind of, it was, for me, that was predictable in, in a sense, like, uh, come on. Um, the Superman Lex Luthor dynamic, well, it's expected, uh, God, one of the longest lasting tropes ever since, what? infinite crisis maybe or uh final crisis is that there will always be a lex luther to oppose a superman no matter if the superman's good and the luther is evil or the luther is good and the superman is evil mm-hmm. it's just a universal constant mm-hmm. every action has its equal yet opposite reaction right? they're the yin and yes. the yang of dc yeah. comics in a way like, like Batman and the Joker too. Yeah, you know? yeah, that too. That's why they're such effective like hero villain combinations. Also, right. One is all brawn. The other one's all smarts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until you get Dark Knight Metal. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> we'll get but to that's that. a different story altogether. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> score. My score is going to be seven point five out of ten. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. But like I said, there was there was that level of predictability. Like, I mean, it wasn't completely predictable. Yeah. But with the Brainiac thing, I was like, oh, okay, come on. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think there was much that was well. It's it's your score, but like predictable. Come on. I think I think like like we said earlier. I, like, it's I I guess it comes from my. Uh, I know Brainiac isn't. There's just no way. There is no way that <laughs> Superman in any world will yeah. pull that off. He, he didn't mention no. that in the movie when we were Right, no, I understand that, time. but like, there's also yeah. no way that Superman would ever laser someone straight up. That is All right, true. but this is just a, this yeah, is yeah, no, just a fundamental... Again, not, my, not my review rate. <laughs> it's just... I a, get it. <laughs> it it's, it's like I said, there's always going to be a Superman to... Uh, fight a, a Lex Luthor. There's always going to be a Joker for every Batman. There is no world where Superman will ever get the one up on Brainiac like that. No way. That's okay. why I completely saw that coming. You get a white knuckle over there from like the tension. Yes. I Seriously. can see it. I can see it. So there you have it. You have yeah. A 7 out of 5. 7.5 out, out of 10 from AJ. Uh, eight from me and Walt, and uh, seven out of ten from Jose. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, indeed. Yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. I think we all agree. If you're a fan of Superman, if you're a fan of comics, if you like DC animation, 
watch it. Like, watch it. You're not going to waste your time. You're going to be right. entertained. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so, with that being said, um, we are going to, again, we're all excited. Some of you guys already read the uh, comics. Maybe some of you guys listening have read the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I certainly haven't. And uh, we're going to, we are going to uh, do our comic book reading club uh, episode and it's going to be on Red Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to take a look at what the comparison is between the comic and the movie. Um, from what I hear, there's a lot in store in the comic yeah. so it will not be a straight up retelling so of the much. movie. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited for that. That's one of the reasons why we're doing it because apparently there are some very, very big changes. So if you'd like to if you like this, uh, the movie and you enjoyed this uh, episode of the podcast, uh, go ahead and grab yourself a copy of Red Sun at your local comic book store. Uh, order it online somewhere at your favorite online comic book shop uh, or check it out digitally on any of the digital apps. Uh, read along with us or if you just want to let us do the reading for you, we will drop the uh, episode for you guys. And um, just pay attention to our Instagram and and uh, so you can see our schedule and we'll put out there exactly when we'll be dropping that episode so you guys can be ready for it. We could have some, we can give them some preliminary details though. We'll be dropping this episode on Monday, March 16th, where we're talking about Red Sun the movie. Right. We're going to give you all two weeks to read the comic, approximately. Right. Unless so you want to listen as, so to it after nothing, that. So long as nothing happens in the world where it prevents us from recording this episode yeah. that we were giving to you guys tentatively, you guys will have two weeks as of March 16th to uh, read the comic. Or, again, you could just wait on the sidelines and let us do the reading for you to see if it's something that you guys want to check out. That should be on a March Monday, March 30th. That episode should drop, so mm-hmm. check it out. Yep. Uh, we got a lot of great episodes before that. We got a lot of great episodes to come as well. Yeah. And we got our geek out episode coming on uh, the twenty third. Right? On the twenty third, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna geek out for you guys again, and we can't wait to do that. Um, but you know, just just in, in quickly mentioning, you know, we hope to get that episode to you. I just want to say very quickly, everyone, stay safe out there. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Take care of your families. For a little while, stay away from big crowds, like. I know this is that some people don't think this is a big deal. Let's make sure that it isn't a big deal. And I'm not going to sit here and preach. That's all I wanted to say. We want to thank you all, as always, for joining us on this episode. It, we had a great time watching this movie. We're going to have a great time reading the comic. Like I said, some of us have read it already, and we have some opinions on that that we want to share with you. We'd love to hear what you guys think. As always, we would love to hear what you guys think about this episode, about every other episode, about the podcast, about our Instagram feed. You know, check us out on all your favorite podcast podcast platforms, whether it's Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Like, rate, share, subscribe. Just let us know what you think. We love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. We're absolutely, right, we, we love the feedback that we've been getting from you guys recently. Thank Especially you very much. Especially if you guys can go on iTunes and uh, rate us and comment and stuff like that. It helps us a lot. It really goes a long way towards yeah. uh, um, getting our our podcast discovered on iTunes and stuff like that. And, and the more that we get like, and, and we totally love all the engagement and support that we have from like our fans. So thank you ahead of time for that. But uh, if you could take a little bit of time to rate us on iTunes, it'll be, it'll go a long way to helping us get the exposure that we need so that we can keep bringing these amazing episodes or at least fun episodes. You tell us if they're amazing, but I think that they're a lot of fun. We have a ton of fun giving you guys uh our take on the geek world yeah. um and if you agree with me uh you'll go and like rate and share on itunes and everywhere else and 
Yeah, thanks thanks for doing that, guys. We really, really appreciate it. It would really help if you want to bring this fun podcast to more people. You know, let them know. Like I said, share it on social media if you wish, but a rating is, is going to go a long way towards helping us get some more exposure so we could bring more of this great content to you and maybe expand on this idea a little further in the future. Word. But on that note, thank you guys for joining us for this episode where we reviewed Superman Red Sun, the movie that just came out recently. Um, it's coming out on Blu-ray, I believe, the this 17th. Uh, 7th to 17th, right? 17th, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, March 17th. So if you haven't seen the movie on Blu-ray, it's already available on digital. You can pick it up then, and then you can follow along with us on this episode as well. As always, guys, thanks very much for joining us. And as always, stay geeky, my friends. Peace.